0: Welcome to the Booker's Alliance podcast, where we hold the pencil and the pencil is power. Coming at you right now is your host, Marky Mark, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Donaldson. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing landscape of professional wrestling. So hang on tight, you jabronis, and enjoy the ride. Hey, welcome in, welcome in, everybody. Thank you for joining the Booker's Alliance podcast today. And man, oh man. Has it been a day. (laughs) it has been a day of days so uh this podcast is brought to you by our friend mr jack daniels
1: (laughs) ah yes jd jd so he is supporting the podcast tonight or he's carrying us through one way or the other (laughs) one way or the other one way or the other how's
0: your day been frank
1: oh so far so good i mean you know we're getting ready to talk some good wrestling here one of my favorite types of shows that we do something that we originated something that we brought to the forefront front To make popular, and apparently everybody else is picking up on it and trying to run away with us, with without giving credit where credit's due. Uh, you're talking it? about old Mister Bischoff, are not you? Ah, looks like that, and, and him and him and that 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 gnarly somebody, Conrad Thompson, there, <laughs> who they call the Pod Father. But we're on his tails. We're on it. We're on his heels right now. We're nipping at his heels. Yeah. So Eric, man, just, just give us a shout out, man. Just pay the dues. That's all we ask. I, it, you I mean, we, we get it. Okay. Yeah. You listen, you know, and like we all say, it, you know, wrestling borrows from wrestling. I get it. But you know, they also say flattery is the or what is the imitation is the best form of flattery. So go ahead and, you know, you don't have to give us all the flowers, but I mean, you know, put a little rose in your cap for, for the old Booker's <laughs> Alliance here and let them know that, you know, they're inspiring a whole new genre of podcasting here. <laughs> all right. So today's
0: episode, we're going to talk about FBI.
1: FBI, the, full the, blooded Italians. The the FBI, uh oh, federal, federal bureau, bureau of investigation. Uh oh, is it that that FBI? I, I hope not. They can't no. put a RICO on me now. We're not F, going for that. F, FB, female body inspectors. Now, ah yes, I, now, I, I yes I so please. We're, we're I, talking
0: about Tori, Stacy, no, no.
1: I, I I nominate myself for that position wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir.
0: No, ladies and gentlemen, what we're actually talking about today is FBI fantasy booking invasion. In- so. invasion. Asian. we are the bookers alliance so today is one of our fantasy booking episodes and we're gonna spin an angle that uh, it's been done but not the way that we're gonna talk about it
1: now so we talked uh about the the eric bischoff podcast you know 83 weeks uh last week couple weeks ago whenever it was they did a fantasy book episode about the nwo you know how to how to change up the nwo keep it from dying and last this past week they just that on their current podcast that that was their one, or they've been getting feedback that that was one of their best episodes ever. uh, Duh. I mean, you know, that's kind of the first thing we can say considering. Right, Right. But we're doing other things a little bit different. They go back in the past and like use, you know, the benefit of hindsight and things like that to rebook where they kind of made errors and things like that. But that isn't what we do here. Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. We go in the future. <laughs> we'll show you what to do going forward. If you want to break the internet, you want to send the ratings off the charts, you follow our path here and go frontwards thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> so, We uh, like LA Night here, uh, by yes, the way. absolutely. And if you're out there... Keep pushing, push, keep pushing, push, keep pushing, push, put that rocket on that push, man. Push like a pregnant woman on the table. <laughs> push. <laughs> All right. So our our fantasy booking
0: episode today, FBI Fantasy Booking Invasion, we're gonna talk about what would happen if the elite from AEW was to try to pull off an invasion angle like the Radicals pulled off back in the day.
1: So Frank, Frank give us some We're history. We're going to talk about that? Yeah, give us some oh, history wow. about
0: the Radicals and what happened there.
1: Man, I mean, I, I still remember it like it was yesterday. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, and Dean Malenko came on over from WCW, you know what, eight days after Chris Benoit won the WCW world title. Yep. I mean, you know, they popped up on WWE TV and... Unlike, you know, previous chances where things like that had come up, WWE referenced them directly as who they are, indirectly referenced where they're from, and went into the whole, what are they doing here thing. You know, when them guys came in and they took over, kind of like the NWO, but kind of not, right? Right. Because, you know... The NWO, when Scott Hall did his thing, I mean, that was groundbreaking. That was like, oh, my God, what in the world is happening right now? Never seen anything done to that level before. But when the Radicals did it, I mean, they came in as a group,
0: a strong
1: yeah. group of known top performers for the competition. So, I mean, that was big.
0: And you got the, the oh, my God, who are these guys? What are they doing here? You yeah. got You got that whole angle. And then, you know, come to find out they were, you know, the whole WCW, they came in trying to make a mark for themselves within the WWE. Yeah. And, you know, they, that whole angle itself was kind of played up and was yeah, fairly pulled off. It pulled off pretty decent.
1: So they definitely did it a lot better than they did the invasion later on when they actually bought WCW mm, and got right. a lot of low low tier talent. And, you know, didn't really get any of the main eventers to break open the invasion. This was a little bit different because, you know, A, if you weren't on the inside, if you weren't reading the dirt sheets and all that, you didn't know these guys were coming. You had no clue. Everyone in WCW knew or everyone in wrestling knew WCW was coming because they had already been purchased on TV. You know, the whole angle with Shane McMahon had been done. I, they had already talked about that. So you kind of knew when it happened, like, hey, we already knew this was a thing. When the radicals came over, no one knew that was a thing. No. I mean, you know, there were WWE already at that point had ninety day non complete clauses and things like that. So you just saw Chris Benoit winning the WCW title just a few days prior to their entrance. You just saw that happen. I mean, you just saw all four of these guys on pay per view. You know, a handful of days earlier. Now all of a sudden they're on WWE TV. They're getting in a WWE ring. It's like, oh well, my goodness, what's going what's on going here? On? But, you know, hey, Easy and his all-knowing, you know, geniusness thought to say, anybody who wants to leave WCW scot-free, <laughs> let me know. Well, them four guys threw well, their hands know. up real quick. Yep. And them four guys were gone. Yep.
0: All right. So in, in our version of this fantasy booking, we're, we're booking the elite instead of the radicals and the elite who we're classifying as Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Page. Yep. Okay, so our story spins out of current events that's going on right now. Yep, and future, upcoming and, events. Right, so right now the, the the basis of our fantasy booking is it's kind of anchored in the current Brock-Cody feud that's going on. Uh, and of course they're leading up to their rubber match at SummerSlam. And we are booking this in a way of cody gets in the match with brock the you know the the match is going cody's way brock spins it around but cody's trying to prevail all of a sudden cody hits the you know he he hits the bionic elbow he hits you know the crossroads on brock you know one two maybe three times and he's getting ready to go for the pin and then all of a sudden
1: somebody starts making their way down to the ring. Yep. I mean, hey, it's it, it, that's, there's not a better way to start a, an angle like that because at that point, you put a spotlight on the guy, you know, all eyes turn. I, you know, it's about as big as when AJ debuted at the Royal Rumble, you know, when they had a, res, a designated spot for him. You've got, you know, where everything just stops. You know, and that brings, a, anytime a guy comes in in that way against you know, a main event program like Cody versus Brock, he's an automatic main eventer, you know, he's right. a top guy. So he's not coming in as, you know, a fan that just stumbled out of the ring or, you know, nonsense like that. It's like, Hey, wait a minute. You know, I'm getting ready. Cody's getting ready to win what could possibly be the biggest win of his career. And, you know, he just stands up and stares off into the, you know, off into the ether up there. I, you know, like I said, at that point, either he's afraid or, You know, he's there's just ultimate like shock and awe. Either which way it goes, though, I mean, everybody that's watching, if you're again, if you're in the know, your jaw's on the floor. I mean, because you're like, what the, you know, who the hell is that? What the hell is he doing? You know that kind of thing, or if you're not in the know, let's just say you're a casual fan. Well, you've seen Kenny Omega on the other program, at least some. You yeah, know, you you're know his body. You,
0: you know his body
1: type. Yeah, you've you see seen it. the bucks yeah. before. You know what I mean. So you see those silhouettes coming, you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, something's going on up there." Well, now yeah. all your attention's turned right there. You made those guys top guys. You know they're 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 big names in the company. Whereas, you know, you debut them in a a match or something like that, you know, they're just whatever, so you can't do it in a match.
0: So maybe you get, you know, you get the guy coming down to to stop Cody from winning, um, causes the interference. Of course, Brock, you know, slinks off to the background, as Brock would do. And then the next thing you know, you've got four shrouded figures beating up Cody in the ring in SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe that's how, you know, SummerSlam, you know, Maybe goes off the air or, you know, fades out to a different uh, segment. But then, you know, Monday Night Raw, Cody's out there in the ring doing his promo going – who are these guys? I want to know who it is. I want to kick their ass. Yada, yada, yada. And then out of nowhere, Carry On My Wayward Son plays. There you go. I mean, well, so
1: let's be honest. WWE ain't paying now for They that, won't so. pay for the song. So that ain't going to happen. But bits,
0: bits ago, that don't work for
1: me. Bro. Yeah, he's going to say, hold on, that costs what? No. That costs huh. how much money? Right. Y'all got some generic music in the, the playlist. That might be Carry On My Favorite Boy or something. There you go. There's some, there's some generic music in the playlist somewhere. They got Jimmy Hart on retainer to come in and write something real quick. But yeah, something. And, you know something happens even if you don't really play any music you know you could just put a, a graphic up on the on the titan that cody would recognize you know like the right. elite or right. being the elite you know that's a bucks thing yeah, that's B-T-E. not an AEW thing so you put bte up there you know and put four in four silhouettes in front of it or something like that something that gives cody that trigger in his mind of you know, hey, what, you know, what's going on? What is that? You know, let's, let's say you st- you open Raw with that. You'll have to pay that off for three hours. Well, now you got to keep the fans there for three hours because you see something like that. And again, if you're in the know, if you're watching Monday Night Raw, you know, there's a groundswell going all around this whole AEW thing and that. You see something like BTE and, and then four silhouettes and then nothing. And then all of a sudden, the com- they go to commercial, and Cody's gone. Well, you're stuck. You ain't yep. going nowhere for them three hours. So yep. you've you've got those people for three hours at minimum. You, and you're probably going to bring in a lot of the other AEW, and that's why you want to do that. That way, you got time for the two million people that watch Raw to communicate to all their friends. Like, holy hell, I don't, I don't believe what I just saw. I can't, I, it's impossible. It's not fact. You got to watch. Yep. Well, then they're going to turn it on. Well, now you got three million, four million people watching. Now all of a sudden, you, you know, you broke the internet because the internet's going crazy. You know, yep. Google's all over the place. Uh, twitter which is now called x i guess for, i guess i've heard he's, of recently he's, he's trying to yeah right <laughs> anywho all of a sudden x is like x'd out because they're like what the hell's going on here x'd and i mean, right threads is stripping because the threads are r- <laughs> running thin because they're like holy hell what bte on raw I'm, yep what do you do with that i mean as a fan you 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 die inside i mean you know your your soul just got removed from your body as it watches the tv next to you so do we get the full reveal by the end of that raw episode
0: is that what we get or do they stretch it out for another week
1: for the for the benefit of the podcast let's say we get enough of it at the end of at the end of the show right okay. so because we don't well, we don't want to stretch this right, out right, for right. the next 2 weeks right. Which, Although we could, but (laughs) (laughs) let's just say, like, we don't get the characters. Like, let's say the guys never come out, but let's say towards the end of the night, you know, the BTE thing happens and, you know, it's still on the graphic and Cody comes out there and says, you know, I want to know, I want to know, blah, blah, blah. Well, why not have, let's say, the BT all of a sudden you pop up on Cody's bus that we know is sitting outside with Brandy and the baby in there. Brandy and the baby, well, not the baby, but Brandy works with those guys. Right, so right, she, right. you know, so it's not out that far out of the realm of possibility to use her in this instance, you know, even though she's trying to stay off camera. But hey, this is that time where you can introduce her and it makes sense to the story. You just have those four guys go into the go into the bus, you know, and Brandy comes storming out of the back room, like, what the hell? are you guys doing it? What, what is this? Who are you guys? You know, and they pull down their hoods just enough for her to see. Yep. Like, where nobody else see. Yeah, at this point, Cody sees it happening on the Titan trial. so he goes storming out to the back, and you know, by the time he gets back there, they're gone. He gets in the bus, and he, you know, Brandy's just sitting there with this shocked, stunned look on her face, and he gets in there, babe, what happened? Who were those guys? Who were those guys? And she say, it was... Boom, fade to, black. fade to black. Exactly. You don't have to say anything else. Yep. Well, now, if I wasn't already intending to watch SmackDown on Friday, now you're I'm hooked. watching SmackDown on yep. Friday. Hell, I might you be watching me, NXT. Just. Like, you don't give me nothing on SmackDown on <laughs> no. Friday. You only, you got a no. whole Bloodline storyline to talk yep. about on that. You, wait, you make, make that it come wait. to Raw the next yep. week and Raw the next week. You know, you start off the same way. Cody comes out there. I know who you were. You know, she, Brandy told me who who you guys were. So why don't you come out here and tell all the fans yeah. who you are before I tell you who? And you
0: then are. we get the unveil. We yeah, st- we start getting it. So you know it's how it's they should on, do the unveil? How's
1: that? Take the same Tron screen with the four guys up there, and kind of like how AEW made them fade away when they had the whole C. A. Punk issue. Ooh, you fade, you fade, fade them in them individually, in. one by one. Ooh. Hangman. One buck, two bucks, Kenny yeah. Omega, and as soon as that happens, their music plays, and all four of them guys pop out of the scene. The fans are dying right now. I mean, they're oh, yeah. they're exploding. They're the they're, they're hanging from the rafters, as Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> used to say. I mean, they're you know they're it, they're all over the place. The 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 crowd, you know, the roar is deafening. Cody's just standing there, just like you know, he's angry, he's incensed, but still shocked and. You know, by the time they come out there, they get their whole fanfare. Now, they don't come to the ring. They got to stay up top because we don't need any physicality just yet. But, you know, when all that hoopla stops, Cody just says, what the hell are you guys doing here? You know, what is this? And, you know, they tell you, know what this is. You yep. know exactly what you did this a couple years ago. So yep. you know what's going on. Yep. So, you know, it, it starts
0: to unfold. Um, of course, this all started in our fantasy booking. This all started at SummerSlam. So we're going to carry this on to the Survivor Series, PLE. And we're going to let it unfold throughout the weeks as the elite continue to, you know, just Decimate Cody every week, beat him down, you know, be the fool to his, you know, the face. And along the way, Cody's going to start picking up some allies in this fight. Uh, You know, whoever the allies could be for this sake, let's just say it's going to be Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're already kind of working with that angle anyway with Seth right now on Raw with the Judgment Day. Right. You know, or whoever else needs kind of needs help. You know, this past week they need, uh, you know, they sent out Sami Zayn to go help, and Sami Zayn got demolished. You know, KO is apparently injured, so, you know, he got demolished. I mean, you know, they're kind of already doing that, so it's not that far-fetched to see those guys work together anyway. So you just put them in that angle against the elite. I mean, they're all friends anyway. I mean, let's let's keep it real. You know, let's 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 pull the curtain back all the way right. for those who aren't already aware. I mean, KO and Sammy are already good friends with these guys. I'm sure Seths had interactions with them before on the in. They all know each other. They Absolutely. know what they're dealing with. So, they're and they all if they're smart are going to see a lot of dollar signs tacked onto the back of this. And they're going to see a lot of main event spots for them all to be in for a while, so they should be all for it too.
0: Yep. So, as we're building to Survivor Series, last year, Survivor Series had war games. Yep. So, what we're going to book this into is a war game scenario. So, as we're building to Survivor Series, you've got Hangman, Kenny, Young Bucks that have all aligned together. And now you've got Cody, KO, Sammy, and Seth that have aligned together. And Cody's like, you know what? You guys can't just come in here and try to do what you're doing. We're not going to stand for it. This ain't going to happen. So we challenge you guys to war games. Yep. And loser needs to stand back. Yep. And step off of what we're trying to do. Yep. So you've got all of this going on. You've got the two teams built up. And I the way that I kind of see this happening is Cody would probably be your last guy in for the WWE Yeah, guys. definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, you know, you've got Seth maybe as the anchor, yeah. Uh, you know, he's starting off everything. Maybe Kenny's yeah. the anchor for, you know, the elite.
1: Yeah, because I mean, that's definitely a match that everybody is waiting with bated breath absolutely. for. I absolutely. Mean, you see those two guys sign me up so if like we yesterday. Can get two to three minutes or maybe even five minutes of them guys just going. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, give me all of that. Yeah. I'm here for all that.
0: And so, this ain't your blood and guts match.
1: No, yeah, so, so we don't need your... a lot of weapons. No. We don't need a lot of. But how appropriate is it that Cody's in this match that, you know, Dusty created? Right. You got to tie that in somewhere. So, you got some of that story. You know, Cody's in his in his first official war games. Yeah. You know, the match that his daddy created. So you're building all the sympathy for Cody. You know, biggest baby phase reaction you could possibly hope for. And yeah, you line him right up against the leader, the quote unquote leader of the outlaw faction, Kenny Omega. I mean, yep. again, you're giving the fans what they want. You're taking those diehard fans. I mean, you're just you're just froth, you got them frothing at the mouth at this point. You know, they're they can't even contain themselves. They're so excited. And even the lay fans, you know, you might not be familiar with the elite. After two minutes of watching Kenny Omega work,
0: you're gonna be. You're familiar. bought in. You're like, yeah. "Well,
1: hell, what's going on here?" Dude, it's you know, awesome. <laughs> this looks good. I want to see more. Yep. I mean, so you got your platform. You got your jump-off platform right there.
0: So the match is going on. It's hot and heavy. Everybody is angling for position. Everybody is trying to win it for their team. You get everybody in, and, of course, that's when the match officially starts. There you go. The match beyond. The match beyond. All right. So we get going in there. Everybody's laying the beat down on each other, and then all of a sudden, you got Kenny and Seth maybe kind of singled out. You got everybody else is kind of beaten down. They're kind of in the background, and all of a sudden, Seth has Kenny lined up for the pedigree. Okay, he's got him lined up. He's ready to lock. It's it's going, and then out of nowhere, that camera shot you see where Cody sneaks up behind Seth. Mm. Guess that sneaky little smile on his face grabs him, puts him in the crossroads. Kenny floats over for the pin. One, two, three, and the elite are your winner.
1: Yep, and now you've got the full elite. You know, with yes. not like the NWO with the third man, but now you've got the full elite with the fifth man. The
0: fifth man.
1: I mean, and so now you've now you're in. So Cody, you know, then. Monday Night Raw. Cody could come out and say, "Hey, and I, you know, I started this a couple of years ago. We had yep. this planned out from yep. day one.
0: I was the beginning. Yeah, of I had amazing. to, I
1: had to come in and warm the, you know, I warmed the plate up for the guys to come in. Now we're ready to come hit home runs, I, you know. And then while they're doing that interview, of course, Seth, being the front runner, the leader of Monday Night Raw, would come out there and you guys screwed us and blah blah blah. Well, now you've got an automatic program planned with Cody and Seth Cody for the insane. World Heavyweight Championship, which. We know Cody's been kinda earmarked for at some level anyway. Yep. Because he ain't getting on that SmackDown title.
0: <laughs> he, he ain't gonna win that. So. And then you ride this on into the rumble.
1: I mean, you carry this to WrestleMania if yeah. you want. I mean, you could you could honestly Put Cody and and Seth, you know, they could have that little square off, but you could actually have the Kenny versus Seth match at the Rumble and then have Cody go on to win the Rumble again. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it happen before where guys have won two years in a row. Cody wins it again, automatically challenges Seth. Well, we've booked all, you know, we booked from SummerSlam to WrestleMania in what 15 minutes? I mean, my goodness, there's so much filler we could fill in with the four guys. We haven't used the bucks and (laughs) and hangman yet at all. (laughs) We've got many, many places to put them where we could do, but I mean, you know, that just that setup is so intriguing. You know, you just gotta get that out there first because I mean again you want to you want to put wrestling back where it was in the Attitude Era. Follow this program. Oh,
0: absolutely. You know,
1: could you imagine if we did the same if they did the same thing that we booked for the Bloodline two weeks ago, Shh. and they did this alternatively? I, that would put AEW and WWE back up to seven eight million viewers a week. Yep. You know, it'd be a, a real challenge. It'd be a real you know Monday Night War, whatever you want to call yep. it. I mean, it'd make wrestling bigger than wrestling's probably ever been at
0: this. Yeah, and point. then you can you know the storyline branches off from there, and and we could take this for on and on and on but kind of where we'll stop the fantasy booking is cody kind of after beating seth for the title cody comes out and says y'all thought there was a different story that i was here to finish Uh yeah
1: yeah. this
0: was the story right i'm finishing
1: the story that i started right that i think we're gonna see on his biography i think we're gonna get a little snippet of it next week so when you're watching that biography, keep in mind, we're recording this before that air, so before the 31st of July. When you're watching that biography, just think about what we just told you right yep. here today. Watch how some of that plays out and just look at how the seeds could be planted. Now, keep in mind, we're in no way, shape or form no, saying we, that any of this
0: is going to No, we happen. have no knowledge of anything no, that can happen. No this way. is just what we do in our in our minds about you know the, the fantasy aspect of wrestling and what we could you know, see happen.
1: Yeah, so, again, you know... If it does happen, then yeah, we're foreshadowing, and we're also going to be playing the billion-dollar lottery this Yeah, we're going
0: to so, get lottery tickets. Yeah, I mean,
1: we're not going to stop here. We're going to fantasy book that lottery win, and then you'll probably never hear from us again. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'll be sorry to say you'll be hearing us either on the real radio <laughs> or seeing us at the in the skyboxes and all the wrestling
0: well, we'll be coming live from Rio de Janeiro. There somewhere. you go, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> somewhere where there ain't as much taxes. so We'll, we'll be having a good time there, but... I mean, so yeah, again, as we know, it's probably never going to happen. But if it were to happen and you think you got a better way for it to happen, which I don't think is possible, but (laughs) if you think it, definitely let us know. I'm interested to hear – I mean, anytime we do a fantasy book, we're interested in hearing anybody else's take on it, throw any variation to it. Anything you got makes it more interesting, but – Keep in mind, at the end of the day, we're the Booker's Alliance for a reason. So chances of getting it better than we got it are probably slim, but that doesn't mean they're impossible.
0: As MJF says, we're better than you. uh,
1: Baby.
0: And you know it. You
1: you do know it. I mean, you got to know it. If you don't know it. (laughs) You need to go back to the archives and listen to the podcast.
0: Exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody. We thank you for listening to today's episode of the Booker's Alliance podcast. We've enjoyed talking with you today. And, uh, you know, like uh, like Frank said, you know, reach out there and uh, shoot us a line on our social media platforms and let us know. And with that, everybody, we bid you adieu. Peace. Today's podcast was produced by SVP. You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also connect with us on our social media accounts. Search for The Booker's Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.